0: But as soon as you start escalating the dose upwards or you throw things on top, yeah, it gets more complicated. And then before you know it, you're on 15 different compounds. and it's my TRT plus, 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 plus.
1: Hey, what's going on guys? Today on Drugs and Stuff, Dave and I are joined by Vigorous Steve and we tackle the question, what can I take with my TRT? This is a question that we get all the time and there's a lot of nuance to it so we start out by discussing that and then we tackle your listener questions if you guys want to take part in the next show then comment below we'll take your questions then plus comments likes all that stuff it helps to boost us in the algorithm you guys are doing a great job at that this week in listener questions does 10 milligrams of d ball shut down your natural testosterone and a draw for filling out into a contest t3 in the off season does npp cause the same mental side effects as deca plus a bunch more i've got timestamps below if you want to skip around. If you're new here, let me encourage you to hit the subscribe button and hit the bell. We have several bodybuilding podcasts that come out each week. Tons of education and entertainment uh, from IPB pros, experienced coaches, and educators in our industry. We're all here to help you do better at this sport that we love. All right, guys, let's get to Steve and Dave. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drugs and Stuff with David Stanley Crossland and special guest vigorous Steve what's up guys how you doing today
0: very good how are you Dave and Christmas cabbage the VIP guest of the show
1: I want to shout out our sponsors, of course. Uh, All of our programming is brought to us by True Nutrition. You can use our code THINK for some additional savings on high-quality third-party tested supplements. Like I've said before, hit me up if you have any questions about any of their flavors, anything you want to use. We're also brought to you by SupplementSource.ca. If you're in Canada, check them out for great deals. And, uh, of course, we're brought to you by Strom Sports Nutrition for everybody in the UK. If you're in the UK, you already know about Strom. You probably already use their stuff, so you don't need me to tell you all about it. But they are a fantastic company, and if you're watching this programming, I said there's like a 99 percent chance that you're on cycle right now, so you need to get a bunch of shit from them. So go check it out. What's up, guys? We got a we got a bunch I of lef- stuff.
0: I left it that comment from last last week's episode. So it's true. you probably if you're if you're watching this, you're probably on cycle, and it's like yes, that's very true. It's true,
1: right? We also yeah. don't, we have people that like aren't taking anything at all. They're like, hey, I never ran anything. I just they I just shouldn't did-
2: be on this show. Though we should ban them
0: they're like i like christmas cabbage i'm here for christmas cabbage. They're
2: just, yeah they're preparing you know for if they ever want to get
0: their hands dirty
2: yeah we if should, they're we ready should, for drugs should, and stuff we should all dirty naturals they shouldn't be allowed on a <laughs> horrible creatures are. <there. laughs> <laughs> horrible creatures we've
1: got a topic
0: you know
1: we've got a topic today we are going to discuss uh basically you know, like trt Plus PEDs, you know, I thought about it before we got started. I kind of I actually have a list here. I feel like models of use for steroids that I've seen in the past were you cycled on, you cycled off. That was the start. Then we went to blast and cruise. Then from there we went. There's some guys I know that do like blast only like they're literally just on. They might take a month off here or there so they can switch compounds while they wait for their trend to come in the mail. Basically, that's it. (laughs) Lately, there's a lot of TRT plus I see all of that TRT plus a little bit of Masteron or Prima Bowl and something like that or a low dose of something else. And then now we've got a lot of people that are on TRT. Some of these guys have never taken gear before in their lives and uh, they they um, they want to do something more. And so they've turned to us. We get questions all the time. Uh, what can I add to that cycle? But before we get into that topic, uh, I wanted to do a little bit of an intro for Vigorous Steve, because I, we've had him on the show before, but I can't guarantee that everybody watching this program knows who we are. In fact, they might not even seen me or Dave before. You know what I'm saying, Dave?
0: Mm. Mm.
1: They might know Christmas Cabbage, though, from all of his programming. Steve? Cabbage is famous. You've got a bigger YouTube channel than us right now. Like you're what do you, how many followers
0: do you have at this point? I think I think sixty one thousand. How do we do that? Right now? How do we do that? You gotta you gotta go like two videos per day for a while until you burn out and then you don't make any videos for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't I have made a video myself for six weeks. I just got a little bit tired, you know, editing okay. until four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, do you have people you know, ideas, asking, it takes like, a lot of time?
1: Are people like, Where's your videos, man? When are you coming back? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I still make those shorts. But uh so the, the YouTube shorts and the Instagram shorts, the TikToks are just recycled material, so I compress it. Yeah. Because I notice a lot of people they can't sit through a 30 minute in depth deep dive about the particular topic. So I compress it. Right? Yeah. And then you get the knowledge over that way. So I'm still active, but I'm just recycling on content and then when I'm in the mood again I'll make some new uh some new videos. I got a million topics laying here, but didn't really get to it yet. Hmm.
2: How do you keep coming up with content for an output of two shows a fucking week? That's a lot.
0: Well, as your subscribers grow, the more, the questions keep coming in and coming in and coming in, and they get more obscure over time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys seen those questions, like, well, "What do you guys think about uh, glucagon-like peptide one receptor agonists?" You know, yeah. I, I think it's something I introduced. And then later on, they want to know about the D-peptidyl peptidase four inhibitors. Uh, I think you guys talked about that with Scott Stevenson. So all these questions keep popping up and popping up. And if it's interesting for the community, I do my research and make a video about it. Of course, I try to get my hands dirty first. And people <laughs> have a very sh- yeah people have a very short memory. So videos from six months ago, they completely forgot about it. Yeah. And then yeah. the question comes up again, and instead of referring to an older video. I'll just make the new video with new information.
1: Yeah, because you might so have
0: you might have an update yeah, just since then. So there's, exactly. there's that, yeah. So so some some videos I've made you know and expanded upon maybe four times already yeah. because people don't use the search function. So in in the beginning of my YouTube channel, I always got frustrated like, dude, I got a video about this. Why don't you use the search function? Yeah. And then I realized you know what that old video has two thousand views. If I make it now, I get five thousand views and fifty subscribers. And new information, and everybody wins, yeah, that makes all sense right. so, and that's
1: that 's one of the things I enjoy about your channel too is that you don 't necessarily know about everything that you 're going to talk mm-hmm. about. You do the research, you dig in, and you find a way to get a hold of whatever you 're talking about a lot of times
0: too, yeah. and then you see how yeah. it affects you as well so that 's kind of cool yeah, i want to get I want to get my hands dirty first, so you know in, in our fitness industry people it 's very easy to do research now on pubMed and all the you know the research uh, websites and then people talk about compounds without having the experience with the compound. and sometimes you see that the the research doesn't really translate into the real world yeah and and you know and we have pro pro science where we have experience from the real world that isn't proven with science yet and it might take 10 years or 20 years because it's well probably unethical <laughs> what we're doing with our own bodies yeah so You know, I'd rather get some experiments first going on, see if it actually works in the real world and then share it with the community and hopefully that will benefit some of the viewers. And I think a lot of people get benefits from, you know, what I present. Some people don't, some people do, you know, you can't please everybody. It's a part of the, you know, fitness community It's so diverse. Oh, yeah. So it's not going to work for everybody. Yeah.
1: Well, we will yeah. look forward to you coming back uh, from your, you. your current hiatus. And uh, you're coming out to the Olympia, I believe, right, this year? So, yes, guys, everybody in the U.S., yes, this will be your finally. first chance to meet Steve. You got to go to the Olympia. I'm going. Like, I talked to Victoria about it. I was like, we got to go. You know, and he, she was like, well, I thought you already decided that. And I was like, yeah, I guess I did. So I talked to my mom. She's going to be able to take care of the dogs and stuff. We're, we're squared. Away. Oh, right, so now good. it's just a matter of buying some tickets. Dave, I wish right. you could come with us, man. Dave, come on. Come over. It should be fine.
2: Can... I'm not allowed in America.
1: He has to work some paperwork oh. out. Yeah, but Oh, it, really? It might be hard to get that done by December. But I'm shooting uh. for the Arnold. I want to see him come out in Columbus. That would be cool.
0: Yeah, I'm, give I'm uh, Nathan, Nathan Diaz a call. See how he he uh, got yeah. it solved.
2: <laughs> I didn't think he had.
0: Yeah, from what I've heard, he's got it solved. But then again, I haven't seen him in the states, so so there is oh, that. He,
2: he's he's told lots of people he's got it solved. But when I when I was when he was trying post the case because I worked his case, uh, the door was well and truly slammed in his face. But that is a couple of years ago now, so there is a possibility yeah. he may have managed to move forward with it.
0: Ah. It's tough, man. I mean, it, going into the States, for I got a visa in five minutes, the ESTA visa, the, the, the uh, visa on arrival for tourists. And my wife had to go through the ringer because she has a Thai passport. Mm. And it took weeks, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, I guess it kind of depends on where you're from and
2: what the, you've been up to. Yeah. I mean, the problem, I, I can, I think if I apply for the passport, we, the thing that, I can't remember which guy, Etsy or whatever it's called, Etsy or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, as a strong chance, I'll probably get that. The problem is that when I arrive at border, if they run me there, I will be an immigration flag. Um, mm. And then they can refuse me and turn me around. Turn me around. Mm. Yeah, that's
0: so a, a two-day two stint if they fly back.
2: Ha- I have to really sort of get the first visa and then come back the embassy to make sure that they're going to uphold it Because border authority can turn me back. So, and even then, there's still a risk border authority can turn me back when I arrive.
1: Hmm. Well, I would love if we could figure that out. Anyway, it's all guys. We've got our topic. We've got a bunch of listener questions. If you guys want to take part in the next episode, then comment below. We'd be happy to take your questions then. Plus, uh, as I've mentioned before, comments, likes, all that stuff. It helps to boost the programming and the algorithm. I'm trying to catch up with Steve. He's been taking like six weeks off of YouTube, so now is our chance to to, to, to catch up, guys. This is Dave, Dave and I need you right now.
0: Yeah, I lost, I lost all my hair due to the stress. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the social media stress. <laughs> all right, so I already, I already kind of explained what our topic was for the day, but we get that question all the time. We have guys who are like, hey, I'm on TRT, like real legit TRT, what can I add to that? You know, to and 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 then the, usually that's the whole question. What can I add to that period? And it doesn't really. You can tell that the, the there's a lack of education in there because there's a lot of questions. Like not only what can you add, but for how long? Like what are your goals? What are the things that you should look out for? And so it's kind of like a you know a big question in a way. Uh, but we get that a lot. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity. We've got Steve on to talk a little bit about this. I mean, I think in general, let's take like your average guy. And what is our main goal? We all want to grow muscle. So let's say a guy's on TRT, you know, normal range. And, uh, you know, next step is he wants to do something. Take it away, guys. Where do we go from here?
2: I think one thing which we have to be a little bit, there is a distinct difference between TRT protocols, UK and US. What do you mean? US is much more tolerant of you running above range. Oh, yeah. UK is not. And so very often you can see TRT, particularly the National Health Service TRT, getting a lot of bother if they test out of range, whereas in the States they seem to be a little bit more forgiving of elevated levels. That's very
0: true. That's very true. So, you see, when you look at the prescription differences in the UK, they keep most guys around 23 to 27 animals per liter. I believe that's the yeah. range. And then in the States, they don't really go by the numbers. They go by milligram dosages. So, I know guys that run 200, 250, 300 milligrams per week, and that's on a legitimate prescription. Yeah. Plus... Those 50 milligram antivir tablets alongside of that, <laughs> which is a- so, awesome, obviously, but that's basically a cycle.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, so you've got, obviously, you've got a private route over here. Now, if you go the NHS route, you're highly unlikely to get Nthor SIP. You're only going to get SUST or Nebido uh, or gel. And nabido will start at one shot every 12 weeks, and sus will start at one shot every three weeks. And they will hold you to that for a while before they consider reducing, huh. i.e., the frequency. With SUS, they will not go below one every two. And with Navido, you'll be hard pushed to get one every 10. Uh, private will do Nth and SIP. They will do multi shot. They'll do everything else. Uh, but they bring their test in from Europe because Test SIP, a test Nth prescription in the UK is insanely expensive. No kidding. So a, a, a mill of sust will be, prescription retail will be about £4.50 a vial, £3.50 a vial, somewhere around there. Hmm. A mill of test is 89 quid.
1: 89 quid, that's 89 pounds? mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Good God.
0: That's insane. <laughs> I got I these.
1: 80- I get these from my doctor. These are like, <laughs> I can't remember what the retail price is, but I want to say I, uh, I think I can get I think they're around like ten bucks or something is what I can pay with my insurance, maybe.
2: That wow. that that's, that's for UK test. So if you get if you get European test, it's much much cheaper. But UK UK manufactured test, one milliliter test length is about eighty nine quid of it, it, it's just a vial. How much
0: is the Nubito there for for one eight, vial of four milliliter?
2: About ninety quid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the same here. So the I mean, Nebido here is very expensive, but the Bayer annotate is then super cheap. So it's mm-hmm. like four, four or five dollars. Huh. And of course the pharmacies, if you buy bulk, you know, you get it way cheaper. So here in Thailand, the prescriptions are very modest if you get it through a clinic. I have a prescription through one of the private cl- uh, hospitals here. And then you self-prescribe uh, you know, to a favorable range, which is, you know, a little bit more for bodybuilders and not necessarily medically uh, approved. So I, I think that's where the TRT plus questions are coming from. Sure. So I, be, before we started, we kind of decided that anything that starts with a T is okay on TRT, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tr- tr- Trendalone and uh, turinabol mm-hmm. and Telnasartan. That means right? trust, trust alone.
2: We can trust add that Trust alone, in. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What it's else do we have?
2: t deca. T <laughs> <Yeah>. T <Tea> primo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you bring up a good point, Dave, that, it, and, I, and I've seen people run into this, uh, you know, sometimes you're like, Hey, I'm going to get a, you know, a prescription. I want to keep it legit. But once you do, even here in the States, especially that for that first six months to a year, you're going to be locked into doing some lab work. So you might not be able mm-hmm. to just run out and start cycling again without getting yourself in some trouble. If you do show up, and you use like two, three times what you were supposed to and the doctor sees that, they'll cut you off. Like they, mm. they don't mess at least a lot of doctors will. I'm not going to say like your, you know, private TRT clinics where they're really pushing a lot of gear, but like just a family practitioner that prescribes you, you know, 200 milligrams every two weeks or 100 milligrams every two weeks, something like that, something, you know, real modest, real old school. Uh, if you show up with high levels, they'll stop prescribing. So there is a factor there. And I do think that in a way, that can be part of what makes TRT people, or it should be part of the factors of what when TRT people uh, look for compounds to add to their TRT to do a cycle. Part of it is, what can I get away with within a short period of time, you know?
2: I, I mean, the, the thing, I get a bit pissed off with people trying to shoehorn it as TRT. I mean, the, the key with TRT is, it's in the name, it's testosterone replacement therapy and it's to replace natural ranges. That doesn't mean you can't go higher. You can do what the fuck you want at the end of the day but don't try and dress it up as something it's not. What I get frustrated with is people say, oh I'm on TRT or I'm on sports TRT or I'm on this TRT. No you're on a cycle. It might be a low cycle but you're on a cycle. Don't try and, because the problem is when people start to hide it around TRT they then start to Feel that they have no responsibility to management mm. of it, mm. and even if you're running a 150 mega test a week and 100 mega primo, which is very very popular as a cruise dose at the moment, mm-hmm. you still need to keep an eye on things because your HGL is going to get hammered to living fuck out of. Hmm. Yeah, um, true, and, and the other problem there is that obviously you go on cycle. Every, we all know the the, the the factors that we need to look out for, you know, blood thickens, HDL lowers, everything else. And obviously, there's a the hormone management itself. But if you're not returning to within natural ranges between cycles, you have a strong possibility that your levels are not going to return down. They're going to stay elevated. Sure. So there's more management. So it doesn't, I don't have an issue if you want to run 500 mega week for the rest of your life. But with that will come a certain level of management and an elevated level of risk. Hmm. What yeah. what I get frustrated about is that because people put a label on it as sports T R T or whatever, they seem to think that absolves them of any cycle management within what they're doing, and it does not.
0: No, you should still do your blood work frequently, make sure you have ancillaries in place, whether those are medical ancillaries like a beta blocker or an angiotensin receptor blocker, or something to improve your liver function, right? Like a tutka, for example, even a low maintenance dose of 250 milligrams tutka is highly beneficial, or something to control your lipids, right? Azetamide to, to prevent the absorption of cholesterol. So there's, there's so many things you can look at, but of course, the higher the dose gets, the more management you need to put in place to keep yourself healthy. So if you go with a TRT, like medical TRT, you should be able to get away with maybe three shots of 50 milligrams test annotator recipient a week monday wednesday friday you probably don't need an aromatized inhibitor unless you're high body fat or a high aromatizer and you probably also don't need a better blocker or something to control your blood pressure if you're keeping on top of your electrolytes or everything else that you need to do to stay healthy but as soon as you start escalating the dose upwards or you throw things on top yeah it gets more complicated and then before you know it, you're on 15 different compounds. Right? Yeah. That's my TRT plus, 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 <laughs> plus, plus, plus. plus, plus. Yeah. And, and now it's basically a cycle. I mean, I've done low dosages of multitude of different things, and you still turn out to be a freak, but I could say that I was running 150 milligrams a test, plus 125 premium, plus four units of growth, plus 10 units of insulin, plus this, plus that, right? So the, doses, the testosterone dose is TRT, but everything else turns mm-hmm. into, into a freaking cycle. Yeah,
2: and and, I'm, it, and I mean it's the other thing of like like I say, particularly with this this test and math popularity at the moment, I don't think anybody's sort of recognising so that that's putting your eastern levels quite low.
1: Yeah, they can. Yeah, you
2: know, and you yeah, you might be all right six months, you might be all right twelve months, but you start sitting at you know low end of eastern range for two, three, four, five years, and we're going to start seeing stuff like an early deterioration of eyesight. We're yeah. going to have possibly mm-hmm. problems with joint integrity. Um, let alone the, the potential problems through through cholesterol as well but so it's you've got to I mean it all boils down to knowledge doesn't it at the end of the day but there, there is there is a very simple thing that everything has its price and if you're going to mess around with TRT there is costs attached to that that you need to be aware of and keep an eye on and like you said the amount of people that say right I'm going on TRT I'm just going to do a mill a week how long have you done that for? It's, oh, I, I, yeah, I've done it for months. 18, 18 months. Okay, have you done um, a blood test? No. So you finally get a blood test and, you know, HEMO's 205 and you know, red cells at 6.1 and you're like, look, mate, you're in a fucking messy." <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, well, listen, I, guys. I, 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 I want you... to okay. <laughs> steer us back, though. Go ahead, Steve. Now i got to steer us back because we got to okay. get on topic yeah. to what can I take?
2: Oh, sorry. You want it's to know sorry. what you
0: can take? Um, uh, yeah. So since most guys go on TRT as a crutch, yep. I, I always say that TRT is kind of like the new uh, sports car for middle-aged men. They can't <laughs> afford a sports car. Right? You have a midlife <laughs> crisis. You're like, I want to drive a sports car. But I can't afford it. I'm going to get on TRT. Right? That's the next best thing. Now they feel young. Their libido goes up. They feel a little bit more confidence. But they start this in an unhealthy state. Their lipids were already shit. Ah. Their blood pressure was already shit. Their yeah. body fat levels were already shit. What happens? A little bit of test. Four weeks, they feel good. And then all the side effects start. Hmm. And I, cool. I talk with these guys frequently. So what I always hammer on people is get healthy first. Get everything under control. And when you're in a good state of health, if you still need tests for actual TRT purposes, take it by all means. Yeah. Take it. Get on TRT, that's good advice, yourself, right? Yeah, that's good but advice. You won't, you won't suffer the side effects. And then you start rotating through the compounds that you're interested in, because nobody ever just goes on TRT and leaves it there. You start with test, and then three months later, you're like, hmm, I heard about Primo. Yeah, I heard about Anavar. I'm gonna ask Scott McNally yep. to make a 20-minute segment on Think Big with Dave <laughs> and Steve and see what I can add. You just read
1: so many people's minds right now that are yeah. watching the show. Yeah. I mean, some of them I've not, but a lot this. of them, yeah.
2: I mean, <laughs> it's the other thing, isn't it? It's like, right, I've been on TRT. I'm doing 125 mega week, I feel good, but I want yeah. to feel a bit more. Yeah. Uh, and, exactly. and, and a lot of that's driven by, you know, people with over sensationalist reports about what the effects they've had off TRT. Oh, I felt amazing. I was shagging like a bunny rabbit 24-7. No, you fucking will Fuck off. Not at all, not lie. No, no, it wasn't. Regarding compounds to add, UK-based, I'm not too sure about American testing, but UK-based, Mast and Primo won't show. Mm-hmm. So if you're using genuine Mast or Primo, that's not going to show in your blood work apart from its effect on estrogen. So an Mast and Primo thing. are very easy, obvious choices to throw in with a TRT. The downside is obviously that you can't run a lot because it's going to smash your estrogen through the floor. TRT wise, they'll start giving you HCG to try and increase the estrogen levels.
0: Uh, um, HDL will come up also that way. So what I yeah. noticed with most guys is let's say they run 150 milligrams a test and 250 to 500 IU's ACG three times per week. So maybe you do 50 milligrams a test three times per week and in between those shots, you take 250 to 500 IOS ACG. Your estrogen is quite high, but your HDL and SHBG is quite favorable. So mm-hmm. your lipids are managed and your uh, neural is managed through the estrogen. Mm-hmm. Then you add in maybe 100... 100- 225 milligrams of primo, depending on your body fat levels or masterone. Mm-hmm. And this way the ACG can offset the estradiol reduction and yeah. the HDL reduction. But you would still have to stop ideally four weeks before going in for blood work. And you know, depending on what your healthcare provider wants of you, maybe that's every three months, maybe that's every six months, maybe once a year. So when you go in there to do your blood work to get your script renewed, come off. Go to your regular TRT dosages for at least a month and that should balance <coughs> everything out and if you really want to improve your lipid levels okay, maybe 10 milligrams of Novodex you know, to to improve that further because that usually brings your SHBG up quite favorably and of course that will reduce your estradiol as well and worsen your li- uh, liver enzymes so it might be good to do blood work one month before you get your scripted new out of pocket and then you go in for actual blood work with your healthcare provider and kind of manipulate your way through there, but still you're trying to kind of circumvent the system, which I'm not against. Um, you just have to be aware of how you need to manipulate and interpret your own blood work if you want to go, you know, a little bit more beyond what your doctor is trying to advise you.
2: The only problem with that is most people aren't willing to do that amount of effort to manage their own TRT. No. Yeah. yeah. You
0: know, shame,
1: I mean, the,
2: the educated ones that that – pay a vested interest in their health and what they're doing already have some idea of where they are but it's, it's the I want to add a bit to get massive per grade that I'm just not going to invest in that sort of management um, EQ used to be very popular for TRT people years ago um, because basically because it doesn't really show on the blood test and because these things effects are a bit skewy with E1 and everything and yeah. um, the DECA is a, is, is a popular one for the older guys with a little bit of joint support. But the problem with DECA is it will generally show as test. So then you you have a problem that when you do a bloods and Decker's in the system, you're going to see an elevated level of estrogen when, in fact, your, your test level is genuine in what you're doing. It's just that you've added yeah. 50 to 100 milligrams a deco a week to give you a little bit of support from that point of view. Right. Right. Um, so these are all things you've got to be a little bit careful of. Uh, the most simplest way is quite simply, like you say, stop, give it time for it to clear so that when your bloods are done, you are where you need to be. Um, but stuff like cholesterol and blood thickness and those sort of things, you're going to have to manage throughout because they will not correct in three, four weeks' time
0: No, that's true. That's true. By just lowering the dose,
2: if you if you just stop and lower the dose, you are not going to correct shitty HDL. You're not going to correct blood. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to have to intervene with those in a physical supplementation I, or, you know, bloodlet source. Now, I've
1: seen that before where somebody is you know, doubling up on that. Cause there's another thing you can do. You could just run more tests if you want to turn that, you know, and you mentioned that before we started, Steve, that, you know, what, what, what can I add to my TRT to create a cycle? You could just add more tests. Um, but I have seen it happen where somebody, you know, does that or runs anything else and that their hematocrit goes up. Yes. Then they, they, bring everything back down they're back in that normal range for testosterone estrogen looks good too but their doctor sees that flagged hematocrit and they say oh Wow, you're having a really bad response to this testosterone dose. We need to bring that down. Don't take any testosterone for the next 2 weeks and then let's retest. And then before you know it, you're in a really terrible cycle. Yeah, of, you're in that hormone
0: you know, roller coaster.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you're in a ter- you're in a terrible understand. place too with your doctor. That relationship changes. You've raised some red flags with your doctor and and now, you know, you're going to have a harder time getting things back to normal again.
0: So so I always wonder what like the reasoning is for people to go 100% legit if they want to run more than what a hundred percent legit doctor is willing to prescribe. Like if you're going to do cycling, you're going to have to learn how to manage the side effects all by yourself. Yeah. Or maybe hire a coach who's mm-hmm. knowledgeable about that and get some guidance. And then, you know, maybe within a three month or six month coaching period you learn how to manipulate your own blood work under the supervision of a knowledgeable guy. Yeah. And then you just do it by yourself. I mean I think the percentage of prescribed TRT guys and self prescribed, there's a huge difference here. Here in the US, you there's know? a legal element.
1: You know, I'm, I'm they, yeah, that a lot I of know, people but- who are thinking, like, I don't want to travel. I travel for work, blah, blah, blah. Or I don't want to mm-hmm. take this testosterone on, on vacation with me unless I have a script. They just, some people, they just don't want to break the law. And I can't blame them, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: No, but there is an element of it's a bit like saying, I've got a sports car, I want to drive fast, so I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick the road with the most fucking speed cameras on it. (laughs) Ethan said,
1: (laughs) said I think it's a little typo here, but it was that his wife would feel better about him using it versus some underground compound, you know? So I, I get what I get that.
2: I, I get that, but you've also got to remember that if you're going script because you want legit gear, you're going script in the quantities of legit gear you can get your hands on. Absolutely. So you're still going to be using UGL for the cycle element of what you're fucking right. doing yeah, anyway. That's, that's, <laughs> that's
0: why, if you want to supplement on top of it, you're going to have to, because otherwise you run through your script in a week. Well, so maybe like the is the not telling his month.
1: wife about that trend that he added for you know eight weeks yeah, yeah, and never. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's just T R T, honey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
1: right. What about what about orals? What do you guys think about adding orals for I- I- any type
0: of you know, short duration for a guy in this situation?
2: I, I you need don't... to stop
0: like eight weeks before the blood test because that will ruin your lipids and your liver enzymes. You know, not right. that your rheumatoid will really shoot up, but still, you know. I mean, I think if anything is bad for your blood work parameters, it's going to be the orals and the fun ones. Are usually the worst ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> All right.
2: Yeah, it, it, it does very much depend on your doctor as well. I mean, I've, I've worked with some TRT doctors who are, shall we say, quite liberal when it comes to liver values. Okay. And most most orals within reason are only going to push the ALT really high, and if you can. I've known guys that have gone in on TRT and they've been running a bit of Anavar and a bit of T-ball or whatever in the background. And doctors gone, fuck me, your ALT's 200. And they've gone, yeah, i just had a course of antibiotics. And the doctor's gone, all right, fine, that's that. let yep. move on. Yeah. You know, so depending on your GP or your doctor, particularly if your TRT script is a different doctor to your regular practice doctor, then, then you you can you can blag a few things with I've just had this or I've just done that when it comes to things like that. But if it's going to be that way every time you go, then there's going to be questions that are start to ask. But you'll definitely get away with a couple of one offs here and there. Yeah,
0: like That's- I need to get a refill every every year, and when I go to my doctor and make sure that I, my blood work is as good as possible, I hand it over because I do it somewhere else. And then I go to my private hospital where I meet the doctor where I get my my legitimate prescription for Bayer testosterone and then he raises a little bit of an eyebrow, and we have a little discussion, and then he extends it.
1: Hmm.
0: But this is Thailand, you know? Thailand this works a little bit differently than the rest of the world.
2: Okay. I, I think so, there's also an, an element as well is, if you can present, like you say, Thailand, if you can present the doctor with a viable argument, even if he knows damn well you're running fucking cycles in between. He knows, he the follows ambide- my YouTube channel. <laughs> it, well, the, the, the thing is, as long as you put, as long as you present the correct evidence to him, his uh, ass is safe. Yeah. He's not, plus, you I, know, I know, that's the thing.
0: I do blood work every month, full. So I get, you know, maybe fifty markers every month that I check just for my own experimentation purposes and learning, because I never get that many markers from clients. So I just test everything, right? That could be possibly affected from cycles that I'm running. So I have a 10 year trajectory of even longer, I think almost 20 years going back where I did blood work at least once a year, but most years every six months or three months, and I can just see all the markers change up and down depending on what I'm taking and make a solid argument why it's up, why it's down, why this is off and and show that I was able to correct certain markers all by myself. So, you know, I think doctors do appreciate that level of knowledge in a patient. Um, especially when they, they can learn a little bit from the, yeah, sometimes. Not all not of, them, over of course. Here. Not over <laughs> here. No, not over there, Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to hear about The good thing is about Thailand, the healthcare system is amazing here, you know. It if, is. I was always, it is it's really, really good. You know, the guys all studied abroad and they're very open-minded, they keep learning. How much is a full blood work panel in Thailand? It costs about, like if you want to do a full one, about six, $700, so I do that every month, about $600 every month. But if you want every to do month, it, yeah, wow, yeah,
2: you need yeah, to come to England, mate. I'm far cheaper. No, but than it's that.
0: of course. But this is like I pay everything out of pocket. It's not through my insurance. I don't want that in my insurance records. And for me, it's just an investment because it's a learning moment. Mm. And the more blood work I do, the more YouTube videos I make about my blood work. The the easier it pays for itself so so is that a write-off then
1: when you do your taxes can you write your blood work off because i feel like there's something there you should be able to yeah good 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 that makes sense that's amazing
2: it needs to come to me i'm a lot i'm a lot fucking cheaper than that
1: you could fly you could fly to england and get your lab work done visit hang out and still
0: (laughs) still save money right 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 so yeah it's, it is pricey but for like average blood work like run-of-the-mill bodybuilder update that's like a hundred dollars
1: okay so, so do similar to here
0: yeah yeah I, I do way more i do, you know do my full hormone panel i do my full uh thyroid and liver and it's everything it's pages upon pages and then i show about half of it on youtube because otherwise those videos will be two hours you know yeah. youtube doesn't was- over flexible spendings accounts yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> tell me about I, it. I uh- <laughs>
2: I've experienced the Thailand healthcare system, and it is phenomenal. I was incredibly impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was incredibly impressed. Where have you been? Uh, I spent, so I flew over to Bangkok, spent a couple of nights Mm -hmm. in Bangkok, where my back decided to go into spasms. So I'd admitted to hospital in Bangkok, and Mm -hmm. literally within two hours of being in hospital, I was in front of a spinal specialist. Yeah. I was seriously impressed. Um, I paid for it. Out of pocket, and to be honest, it was very, very reasonable. And mm. then uh oh, I was yeah. 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 But yeah, we're, nice we're planning yeah. on coming back over next December.
0: Nice. Oh shit, that's when I'm not here. No, this December, Dave, or next no, December? Next,
2: next December. Okay, so two, okay, not, not this t- year,
0: but next year, December twenty third. Okay, I'll stick around. I'll, I'll make sure you get treated royally.
1: All right. Well, listen, guys, we got to move on. We've got a bunch of listener questions. I'm pumped. We get to get Steve's uh, thoughts on all of these, too. Um, I remember seeing this on the message boards years ago. And by the way, guys, if we don't get to your question, please comment again. Uh, We kind of went a little bit long on that topic, which is great. I think there's a lot of great info there. But that means we might not be able to get to all the questions today. So I apologize ahead of time.
2: No, it doesn't. If we don't get your question, it's because Scott can't fucking stand you. It's because he hates you. That's why he hasn't done it. <laughs> All, All right. Jews
0: right. are from channel
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
1: remember seeing this back in the day on the message boards. Uh, question for the next episode. True or false? 10 milligrams of D ball a day does not shut down natural tea if taken around 10 a.m. to piggyback on the body's own pulse of tea. Could you go uh, deep into the mechanics of this Uh, it sounds ideal for me Um, i'm really big with good proportion i would like to i would like increase and just to increase performance thanks guys for your knowledge and laughter is appreciated
0: i think we found somebody with needle phobia you think that's what it is it's always guys that want to do an oral only cycle they're scared of needles and I want to circumvent, you know? It, I the think there's some research out Yeah, there's some research out there that certain oral only cycles don't shut you down, like anovar doesn't shut you down, or particular dosages or or maybe some other compounds. But if you're going to the performance enhancing route, you know, it it never ends with ten milligrams of D ball once per day. So plus the methyl estradiol that is going to build up in your system, I mean that, that might shut you down causes negative feedback anyway or with prolonged exposure
2: it's it's definitely going to be suppressive um, whether that would be suppressive to a point where you would class it as problematic is a different conversation um, like you say Anovar T-Ball all quite good at very low doses have not been overly suppressive but they're still going to be suppressive to some extent I don't mm. feel that the 10am peak test end of day I don't think your test is peak at 10 a.m. anyways earlier but um, it was earlier, yeah. I don't and, and again you're also going to have you know it's going to be person specific it's going to be body composition specific all these are going to have factors into it you know if your natural test level is 15 and you take 10 megadibo yeah the chances are that's going to be quite noticeable where if your natural test level's in the 20s you're probably going to get away relatively unscathed from how you feel yeah. um <laughs> Performance point of view-wise, there's real interesting data out of the East German stuff on low-dose T-ball. So a 10, 15 milligram a day showed some really impressive performance results. However, these are guys that are at the top of their game when it comes to what they do and how they train. That isn't going to reflect in your average gym, bunny. Yeah. Um, you know, so... There are the people say, Well, look at that study, they you know, that shot put increased by X amount of meters, that javelin Yeah. But that's a professional athlete that all they do is eat, sleep and train. You train four days a week in your mate's garage and go out for pizza on a Saturday night. It isn't the same. You're not gonna the get those. Also,
1: a little bit of Devo. I think another factor there, and, and when we've talked about this, I've mentioned it before. I think there's a difference between anabolics for performance and anabolics for growing muscle. That you, you know, of course, if you can increase performance, you get stronger. Then yeah, you're definitely going to grow muscle. But I think that when we're looking for like that heavy superlog, supra physiological effect, we have to drive those. You know, there has to be like a minimal effective dose, and ten milligrams cost-benefit for for adding muscle. I I don't think you're gonna. I don't know. I I think if you've never taken anything, you might get something out of it, but it's not gonna be like legit cycle gains. You know. No, no. And
2: there's there's gonna there's gonna be marginal effects. There there is also gonna be a little bit of a psychological effect, a, sure. a placebo effect almost, but. Again, it's going to really boil down to how on point you are with everything else. Yeah. The the only way you're going to get get low doses to have an impact is if you are with everything.
0: Right. It's still 70 milligrams per week, but, you know, how much? I mean, TRT starts at 150 usually, or 100 milligrams per week, so you're already lower than that, discounting for the ester weight. You might be better off with uh, 25 milligrams and clomiphene instead of getting clomid, which is a combination of zooclomiphene and n And most people don't report the side effects that they get from clomid on solely using n So by blocking the estrogen receptor in the hypothalamus, you might get a higher luteinizing hormone and follicle-stimulating hormone response, raising well, testosterone levels, perhaps. Yeah Novadex, right?
2: that, yeah, Novadex is shown to be quite effective yeah. on, on uh, natural test levels as well. I, I'm pushing people beyond natural ranges.
0: Yeah, right. So, yeah, because it has one of the, the metabolites, is actually an antiestrogen, mm-hmm. or it, it inhibits the aromatized enzyme. So I uh, think it was uh, end, endo, endotoxifen, something. Endo, endo, I don't know. I can't remember what the metabolite is called, but uh, Novidex actually lowers estradiol levels. So you have less of a negative feedback. So maybe that's something you can look into if you want to go with oral only. But. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, if you want a real performance enhancement, well, you have to look, go scroll back to the previous timestamps and go with that TRT, uh, TRT plus protocol. All right, Oxy. It, oh, get, get some
1: Oxy, yeah, Oxy. get some Oxy. Right <laughs> Hey guys, I'm going to take a brief pause to shout out our advertisers. I'm going to try to make this quick, but keep in mind, they're responsible for helping us to put these shows out. If you guys want to support our programming, of course, you can do so through Patreon. And thank you to everybody who supports the show through Patreon. I will have links to that below, as well as to all of our advertisers. If you shop with our advertisers, you'll get great products, products that I stand behind, and you'll also be supporting our programming. First of all, check out truenutrition.com if you're in the U.S. I use their hydrolyzed beef collagen every day, and I use their citrulline malate, beta alanine, and and EAA on days that I train. They have high-quality protein powders and tons of flavors. Hit me up if you have any questions. Use our code THINK over there. You'll get some additional savings, plus you'll support our programming, and you'll get some high-quality third-party tested supplements. If you're in Canada, check out supplementsource.ca. They have blowout deals on top name brand supplements. Uh, They constantly have different things happening, so be sure to go to their site and check them out. I recently saw Carbolin for like 30 bucks off. I mean, you really can't beat those prices. Plus, they have free shipping over $99. If you're in the UK, then you probably already know about Strom Sports. They're one of the leader in health supplements in the United Kingdom. Strom Sports Nutrition has standalone supplements like NAC and Tutka. And they have finished blends like support max a high quality well-priced on cycle support stat I've links below to everything thanks for watching thanks for your support
2: well
1: that's where we're (laughs) heading next Uh, this guy says uh, great show guys Uh, here's a question for the next one any thoughts on adding anna draw while carb loading for peak week Uh, for Mm. extra fullness alongside your typical agents for hardening mast prop and halo is there a risk of spilling over and smoothing out the cuts and details even though it should be just intramuscular water gain and can there be a conflict uh, with the other drying agents
0: bulkers and cutters
2: in in my opinion, the, the key to using oxy in a load is down to how lean you are. Yeah. If you are lean enough, it is wonderful. But if you are not and you're fucking about with water to try and make yourself look leaner, it will punish you badly. For sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So... That's, that's basically it, I think. And then, and then you have to see how long it takes for you to start spilling. So some guys can handle four days on anadrol, let's say 200 milligrams per day, and other guys can only handle two, right? And there's so much things you can load leading into a contest that maybe if anadrol doesn't work, you can load GH, you can load uh, adenosine monophosphate, you can load creatine, it's, you can use insulin for loading. There's a million different things to load. So you have to go with what works best for you. And if you're worried about spilling over with Anadrol, 10 milligram Superdrol the last two weeks, you know, a couple of times a day, so 30 milligram Superdrol, I think most guys get harder and denser on Superdrol compared to Anadrol. I've seen that. So I've seen that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of Anadrol.
1: I find that it, but it's in the right situation. In fact, I, I am working with a guy. We, and here's the advice I would give to him. We just did a test, uh, to see how he looks. He's competing October 1st. We're recording this on uh, September 13th. It'll come out next week. Um, We just ran this test last week where, uh, you know, I had him check in. We looked at his pictures, saw how everything was looking. We didn't change anything with the diet. You know, I've been seeing him every few days, every couple days. We had him start Anadrol. We're just using 50 milligrams. And then I had him check in a couple days later. And then I had him check in a day after that. You know, we got a really good idea of what we can get out of it. And actually, it was really nice. Like we got it's interesting because he's a guy who. Uh, I guarantee you that he's going to be absolutely peeled on stage. Uh, if he isn't successful with the win, it's not going to be because he wasn't hard enough. And guys like, because he's absolutely nails, but he could use more size. A, a guy like him, he's a perfect candidate for Anadrol. You know, there's there's cases where somebody else might be better off with, uh, with. well, he's, I think he said he's using, yeah, Masked Prop and Halo. So, you know, there's some people that are going to want to lean in more to that. But I think you make a point too, Steve. Like, you don't need to run this long term either. This is something you can do no. just for the, that last little icing on the cake, right? I right. think the, so pro- if you- the
2: problem. Go ahead. One of the, problem- the problem of the problems with peak week is that people want a protocol. And you can't do that. You've got to change, assess, address. And everybody, and and you could be the same person in the same condition at the same weight, but your last week can be dramatically different because of hundred and one different fucking variables. Yeah, I, I just I had a live compete last weekend, and he was lean. He was the leanest he's ever been. Um, and he's like, right, I need what I'm doing, and I said, well, look, here's the basics, but we may change this every day. I want to see you morning and night. I want weight. I want pictures. Um, and he's like, well, why? I said, because things change. And, and you can't just say, yes, take X amount of water this day, take X amount of salt this day. X you need to do something and then assess and change if necessary. So there's always going to be a little bit on the fly, but people seem to think that I need a, a, a peak week protocol and then I just follow it blindly and it's going to leave me in and I'm going to be at amazing at the end of it. <laughs>
0: I wish. Yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. easy. I think the best peaks that I've done were when I was there at the World Championships or Asian Championships in the hotel room, just making sure, you know, everybody gets dialed in. And then some people, you have to do something drastic to dial them in. And other people, you don't change anything. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they look great already. They're diced to the socks and they had to make weight. And then even 200 grams of carbs over, you know, a couple of days is more than enough to, yeah. to kind of fill them out. And make them look good because you don't want them to look too stupidly full because then they'll lose definition. So it's uh, it, it's something this guy can try, but I'd rather have him experiment with it and see how long it takes that continuous anidrol loose, you know, before he starts spilling. And if he spills after one day, and assuming that his carb loading protocol is not the cause, then maybe look into a superdrol or, or, you know, a vasodilator at the end. You know, so you're, uh, i the backstage in a corner.
2: <laughs> 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 what do you feel, Steve? That you always need to to have a, a peak week for argument's sake, because. I've seen plenty of guys ten days out looking fantastic, and then yeah. they do a peewee pro and just look a sack of shit. When yeah, look, like,
0: like a bag of smashed assholes. Just, yeah,
2: just just <laughs> do what you were doing because it was working. Yeah. Why did you do this shit? <laughs> so
0: I think I think there's two reasons. One, for the inexperienced, it's exciting because like they've been dieting a long time and they've they're a little bit flat because they thought they were bigger than they really were. So they're <laughs> a little bit flat and stringy, and now they want to load up. And i gotta be, I got to load up the size because all these guys have so much more muscle and experience than I do. Yeah, and, and then the problem is the first day, second day, they start loading. The first day is okay. The second day, they lose a little bit of definition, you know, and they get a little bit worried. And then they start to self-destruct. And then you give them advice, don't take the Aldactone now. Don't take any Lasix. And then you get the pictures the next day and you're like...
2: What the Dude, fuck what the have f- you done? What yeah. the fuck have you done?
0: You know, so that's why I always prefer to do the in prep, you know, when I was actually there in the hotel rooms. I got way better results because you can calm the athlete down. You can tell them that they're okay. You can hold their hand. You can IV the Lasix if they actually need it, <laughs> you know, and, and 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 help them with tanning so they can actually, you know, calm down a little bit. It's... it's yeah, I think in-person coaching is ten times better than online coaching. But I've seen it happen so many times that guys just self-destruct at the end. Yeah, and, it's possible. Uh, it, uh, it's, there's a lot of stress, you know, yeah. at, at the higher levels, you know, and especially when there's prize money on the line and you represent it, the country. Because I I used to coach athletes in their national teams. Okay. And they would have drug testing. We had uh, prize money, and they represent the country. So the first time you go to the World Championships, it's not a big deal. You're just going there. Have fun basically and represent. But when you start winning and you oh, know that's you're what it changes 50, Oh man, oh man. Yeah. It's and thousand dollars on the line. You know, this is amateurs getting paid fifty thousand dollars. That's amazing. Know, so. That's amazing. We have nothing like that over here.
2: No. It's, no. no I you need the, to make the, it
0: to the Olympia before you get paid, you
2: know? The other thing is how many people in that last week are actually of sound mind at that point. You know, they've Nobody. usually started yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've usually lost it. They don't know where they are. You know, they they're having all sorts of doubts and insecurities, and as a result, they make stupid decisions.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my wife was the worst when she was competing. Like she was all super nice all the way to the last week, and then we fly, <laughs> and it gets real. Yeah. And then the Wayne is there, and she she doesn't like what she sees because she's a little bit watery. We do the water load. You know, and I starts carb loading like three days out because then she can, you know, slowly get the water off. Right. She turns into like an ice queen princess and posts for me. No, I don't want to post, Just want to. Lay down. <laughs>
1: That's that makes uh, it hard too. Like you know, trying to diet a significant other. I It's a lesson I learned. And I was dating a girl who was like, you know, I want you to coach me. And my thought was, mm-hmm. no, you know, I've been through this yeah. before. I'd prefer to have, I, have somebody else. I always said
0: the right words. So yeah. I learned patience in Thailand. I always at the right words, and uh, I, just... I got to get make sure I got my holiday out of it because she would pay with with the prize money for her holiday afterwards. Oh, nice! So the more well, the higher she what... placed, the better my holiday was going to be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what you've what you've experienced in those preps is a pregnant woman.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but the it was only for the last one nine week, fucking
2: so months.
1: All right, we got yeah. another one here oh, about. Man. T3 in the off season 25 micrograms uh what do you think about using this as a he says he calls it microdosing T3 in the off season at 25 micrograms to keep metabolic rate up and allow to eat more food while staying lean and keeping insulin
0: sensitivity high Let's say two thumbs up Yeah the only, I, yeah. the only fun.
2: thing I will say is we We have, for a very long time, felt that we can hammer the fuck out of our thyroid, and it will always bounce back. You know, 12 weeks, 20 weeks, T3, yeah, not a problem. You start running T3 month in, month out, year long, and I am starting to see a few people struggling to recover, so... Just bear that in mind, thyroid is incredibly robust, and 99% of the cases will come back from a hell of a hammering, but I am starting to see people creep through now where they've used T3 long term, because they've done it cut, they've done it off-season at a low dose, and as a result, they are now actually struggling with thyroid function.
0: Right. So what I, what I noticed for the guys to do off-season, maybe six months, If you're at the point where you're shoveling so much food that you need T3, you're probably on insulin by that time as well. You can do it, but you have to treat it like an armor thyroid tablet. So you take 12.5 micrograms T3 with 50 micrograms T4 or 25 micrograms T4, depending on your TSH and T4 levels on your blood work. You take that twice per day. So once in the morning, one in the afternoon, not too late, so it doesn't interfere with your sleep. So maybe before the first three meals and then the last three meals, you have another serving of Know, 12.5 micrograms T3, a long-acting insulin along with that to help absorb all of the nutrients, maybe a pre- or post-workout Humalog, for example. And it's just purely there just to optimize the shuttling of nutrients all day long so you're in this highly anabolic state. Because a lot of bodybuilders, if they really want to get big, you have to eat a ton of food. And from 5,000 calories upwards, it becomes a chore, it becomes a job. Yes, it's so a small dose. Yeah. A small dose of T4 uh, or T3 and T4. With I like insulin. T4 personally. Yeah. I, I think
1: you're, yeah. on, you know, that's, that's more my jam is just the T4 yeah. and I'll see if I could get away with that,
0: especially with growth hormone, you know? Yeah. Right. So if you had two or four units of growth hormone and maybe a hundred micrograms T4, but I think around 5,000, 6,000 calories, most guys would prefer have a little bit of T3 in there, and then, you know, use a little bit of insulin to shuttle everything. And so not everything stays in the stomach, it actually digests faster also. And then you have magnesium with each meal for insulin sensitivity and apple cider vinegar with each meal to help break everything down and you know, optimize gastric emptying. So if you create some sort of funnel from your mouth into the skeletal muscle, then you're in this highly anabolic state all day long, assuming you don't create such a hold while training. And I think thyroid is a part of that, but it, of course, can you do it year round? No, but you can't be in an off season year round. Otherwise, you can turn into a perma bulker. And
2: yeah, hey, you know. hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I forgot.
1: <laughs> you know, and and I want to just add to what we're talking about. I feel about directly
2: here. attacked now.
1: This
0: is advanced. Did you did you did you take thyroid during the, your quest for 400 pounds?
2: Did I fuck? I just ate.
0: Yeah, I just ate right. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it would, it would have been easier, no, if you had a little bit of thyroid. Uh, I,
2: I had no problem at the time of just switching off and just eating. It, it it, yeah. it, it was just something I did. I didn't think about it. It was necessary. There was, you just did it, you know. Yeah, there was a lot of force feeding going on, but I, I just did it. Um, I, um, yeah, I mean, I suppose retrospectively, though, though adding things like that would have potentially made things a little bit easier. But it wasn't really a massive problem area for me. Um You know, I, I can fucking eat if I need to. Um, yes. Yeah, and I, here. <laughs> I, I can quite comfortably force feed if I need to as well. So uh, I wasn't a person that struggled. I mean, I didn't really have an appetite at any point during the day at that, that level. But at the same time, I didn't find it particularly uncomfortable just shoveling food in. It just became something that you did. But Yeah,
0: you know, other like, people- there's, there's some guys that can stomach it, right? Eating that much well, food, then, and then other guys then, then, yeah. that have no appetite.
2: There are guys, I, I think, as well that you know, and I don't, I don't say this in a critical way. There are guys that feel they need an appetite in order to consume food, where there are other people that don't. Well, And though I have a very easy ability to switch off and eat, at the same time I have a very poor ability to switch off and not eat. So I find dieting incredibly mentally challenging, where mm-hmm. I don't find force feeding mentally challenging, where other people, they can diet fine, but they'll find forcing food in mentally very difficult to do.
0: Yeah, I think that everybody's different in that sense, right? I have a client right now who's eating 6,000 calories, and I just put him on thyroid, T3, 25 micrograms, because he was so full at the end of the day, he couldn't sleep properly, and he Mm. already has a CPAP, so the food was pushing against his diaphragm. He was snoring, and he had a CPAP, and sometimes he would rip it off. And now that he added in the thyroid, he can actually digest and process the food better, and he's eating the same amount of calories, but he's more regular, He's going to the bathroom more often and he's actually fuller because he's absorbing the nutrients better. So his training capacity went up also and he no longer has issues sleeping. So I think it's like when you get really, really far ahead, you know, food wise in the off season, then it's beneficial, but I-, I wouldn't limit it to only thyroid. I would look into T4, right? T3, T4, growth hormone is probably there. Insulin is probably there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things to optimize your digestion to go along with that elimination diets and, and all these little things to really make sure that everything passes through properly because that's, you know, most guys just eat this what six foods at work. Right. That? Right. Yeah. We find but the it thing, doesn't and, work for everybody. Yeah. And we know? find
1: the things that are easy to prepare and then we just get lazy with it, you know, and we just I, make the I mean, one thing.
2: Even the six foods at work, they will become a point where they don't anymore if you're eating them that regularly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I just wanted to throw out there, too, just to remind everybody, because a lot of times when we hear the answers to the questions, we end up just like picking out the pieces that that, uh, you know, that interest us. But, you know, like in the case you're talking about, Steve, this guy is already really advanced. I wouldn't ever think of starting an off season like, OK, so here's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to start this off season. Here's your drugs. And T3 is one of them. That would be, I think, a more yeah. advanced thing. And it would almost <laughs> <Good> be <luck. laughs> it would be a reaction. You know what I mean? That you would add that in because you needed it. Not just right. Exactly. Because yeah. not because you're like yeah. thinking, hey,
0: this would yeah. be a great idea. You know, no, they're so, added in as needed, you know, based on a biofeedback.
2: You, users have this bad habit of, I'm going to do this, so I need XYZ, instead of going, right, I'm going to do this, let's see if I need XYZ. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Hey, so we mentioned you uh, on the last episode, Steve, because I was texting you. I did a voice text to you while we are recording. Yeah. We got several comments saying, get vigorous on the show. Get vigorous, Steve, on the I'm show. I'm here. I'm here, guys. So we, we did it. You guys asked, and, and we made it happen. Uh, we have time for maybe a couple more here. Uh, does NPP cause the same mental issues as Deca? What do you guys think about that?
2: Yes and no. I I, I don't. So I I need to spend take some time and actually dig into this a bit harder. Um, in theory, argument is the compounds the same, so therefore it should have the same effect. And if you look at it from a science point of view, that's pretty much where it is. You know, It's still a Nandrolone, so Nandrolone does X, Y, Z, it loads neuropepto Y, it has an effect on dopamine, etc, etc, etc. But the reality doesn't match that. And you will get people that cope with MPP better than they cope with DECA. At the same time, you'll get people that don't cope with a low dose of DECA, but cope with a high dose of DECA. So you'll get people that will do 300 mega DECA and have all sorts of shitty problems with it, but if they bang it up to six 700, no problems at all. In fact, it's better. Um, and as yet, I've not fully come to an answer as to why.
0: I think it might be with the injection frequency because some guys, they take DECA maybe once or twice per week because it's a long ester, so they don't inject it that often. And then with NPP, they start to te- you know, treat it like test probe or mass probe because it has propionate in there so they start pinning it every day so their blood levels are more stable hmm. now that could be one of the reasons possibly but but that,
2: it's yeah I, I, there's definitely I think there's more going on than, than we know and I think there's definitely something with DHN even though it hmm. is much weaker than DHT when it reaches a certain level of total blood plasma that there becomes an impact from there that's positive and similar to DHT Right. Um, where the impacts on dopamine and things like that just seem different between the, the esters. But as to particularly why, and, and it is difficult, because like you say, you've got people running NPP every other day, you've got people running NPP every three days, you've got people running NPP every day, and there's such a broad... And, and people are particularly useless at self-reporting. Um <laughs> So it gets a little bit difficult to wade through the mud and see what is really going on. All I have seen is that there is a difference, and it's a marked yeah. difference. It's it, it, this can't be just down to people being, you know, well, you're a dick. You know, this the, there is a marked difference in how people are reacting to the different esters of, of deca. Um, but as to why, at this point, I don't know. Is the honest answer? Yeah. It.
0: And it's a bit hard because with MPP, there's not so much scientific literature to dig into compared to DECA because it's been around and it it was pharmaceutically available for such a long time. And MPP, you know, I think there's not that many studies really performed on it, especially not from a neurological perspective compared to DECA where there's hundreds of studies on heart health, brain health, uh, you know, lipid parameters, Mm -hmm. kidney uh, markers and that kind of stuff. So like, it, it, it's it's very difficult to draw a conclusion so if you don't respond well to Nandrolone just don't take it there you go I, I, I stopped taking Trent eight years ago you know on my wife's request and my life's been fantastic ever since yeah
2: have you drug. seen effects or impacts from Nandrolone on T4 to T3 conversion
0: no I have not but to be fair, I rarely re- recommend nandrolone, and if I do, it's like 50 to 100 milligrams. I mean, I've been running 50 to 100 milligrams the last three and a half months, and I just recently took it out because I uh, felt I was retaining a little bit too much water on 100 milligrams of nandrolone. Tica. So I took it out for joint relief, and it was very noticeable for my knees and elbows, so I was able to train harder. Now that I took it out, now the synovial fluid and, and the joint Joint lubrication is a little bit less. Can still train hard, but just hurts more. Hmm. But I didn't notice any any effects on my brain. Um, I've, um,
2: give, I've give me fifty there's, trend
0: there's, and I'm on a disaster.
2: Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that. I mean, that is a compound that we really do not understand. No, no There's people Trendy. out there
0: that claim they do, but nah, I don't. I just, I don't subscribe to those.
2: all right i got
0: one more for us i think
2: think we'll move on swiftly (laughs) on that one all
1: right hey guys question for the next show uh is it the adex in and of itself that messes with lipids or is it the indirect effect of lowering e2 which in turn affects lipids also what would you say is the safest healthiest e2 control modality EQ, DHT derivatives, CIRMs, or uh, ADEX, or aromacin? Good questions.
0: I, I, I think I did research on this, comparing aromidex to aromacin, on how they enter the liver and metabolize there and affect aromatized enzymes. Just got to remember that there's aromatized enzymes in your intestinal tract too. I think there's a little bit of an overlap there between the aromidex and the aromacin. Um so but how why they exactly affect lipids differently, um I'm still not entirely sure, to be honest.
2: It is I think it yeah. Um I mean out of out of the compound suggested I would still say aromacin is the gentlest on lipids. Yeah. I, I, I think DHTs are much harsher on lipids than than aromacin is. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, ADEX is particularly harsh on lipids. Um, why? Again, I don't really know. I do think there's a combination of the fact that whereas aromacin will bind with aromatase and ADEX actually lowers aromatase levels. So I do think that's part of the factor of how it changes the lipid impact. Um, because you've still got circulating aromatase levels even though they're bound with aromasin whereas you don't have that or eczema stain if you want to be a bit more correct but you don't have that with um, ADEX. ADEX will slam aromatase levels down quite significantly. So there's there's definitely uh, an issue with the circulating aromatase levels in in how it impacts Mm -hmm. lipids but the exact mechanism I'm not certain of. To be honest, when, it's something I've well, never really looked at because I just accepted that aromas in this.
0: Yes, the, is yeah, it's the way to I'm go.
2: Left yeah. it at that, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think, like, at one point, you need some sort of aromatized inhibitor in place mm-hmm. if you go with a reasonably higher dose of testosterone. And you can't circumvent mm-hmm. that with daily micro-injections or going sub-Q exclusively. Um, yeah, and then otherwise, the alternative is taking a primobolin or a mastrone to kind of inhibit the aromatized enzyme you know, similar to how arom- uh, aromatics would do that, you know, prevent the conversion of test into estradiol that way. So I think there's no free rides, and I think people need to stop looking for free rides. You know, I don't think uh-huh. aromacy is inherently the devil or, um, you know, that you shouldn't use aromatized inhibitors because some people simply don't respond well to Primo. You know, they get hair loss. Same with Mastro, or their hematocrit shoots up, or they get prostate issues. For some guys, test and an aromatized inhibitor in the form of aromacin might be the best way to go.
2: Well, the, and, the, the other aspect is, it, I mean, this is a bit of an exaggeration, but if you're gonna run a gram of test, you're looking at nearly two grams of fucking mass to control the estrogen off that.
0: Yeah, yeah and, unless you're really and, lean, you
2: know. And so you've gone from a gram cycle with aromacin to a three gram cycle if you're wanting to run mass, you know, so. Right. There's more far-reaching impacts here than the fact that there has been a movement of late against AIs. And I, 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 it's like anything, you know, it's, there are a series of tools, you know, our, our anabolic toolbox is there, and you need to pick the right tool for the right job. Um, and it's not a case that any tool is particularly bad or particularly good. It's the suitability of that tool for what you're trying to achieve.
0: Best best results I ever get off a cycle was one amp of test and one tablet of aromacin every day. So that's no 1,750 kidding. milligrams of test. Yeah. And and 25 milligrams of aromacin per day. That's it. Well, and GH and insulin. I grew the most. I felt the best. My lipids were very good. My HDL was like 50, and my LDL huh. was 110. It's without azenomib. That's just using citrus bergamot. Nice. It's probably the best blood work I've had for running seventeen hundred fifty milligrams of steroids a week. Yeah, that's a lot you of know? tests, uh, man. It's, it's a lot <laughs> of tests. it was great. Yeah, I trained twice per day and two cardio <laughs> sessions, and <laughs> I that was a fucking animal. It was great. I was, I think, I was right. like one hundred ten kilos lean. Yeah, ten kilos heavier than now. Three uh, grams of test times. has
2: a, has a certain impact. That I'm sure. Just cannot, just cannot replicate any other way. Whenever you like said that, God,
0: I'm sure
1: we get people who start asking, we get Dave mentions three grams a test was, you know, high end yeah. of what he had used and people start asking questions in the last episode, Dave mentioned magic happens after three grams. What does he mean by that? Don't do well, it. None of you guys, nobody, nobody is watching this channel, please.
2: So your kid, your kidney function drops by yeah. about 50%. <laughs>
1: Hey, I've got one more question. Uh, We're, Uh, so it's like I said, middle of September right now. Olympia is right before Christmas. So we've got a couple months, meaning Steve, and and Steve's never been to the US before. This will be his first trip. He's coming to the Olympia. What does the Olympia cycle look like for you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,. I don't know I should, I should cut my cycle short at the end of this month because then I should be pretty lean, take some pictures. And then the problem is I have like a month of cruising to do oh. and then the Olympia cycle would start, right? Okay. Now, the funny thing is if I go like off cold turkey and I just chill for a month, I don't go to the gym, I rest, I eat good, then I only need six weeks to really dial it back in. So I could do like six weeks, where are we now? let me get the calendar out yeah Yeah. well man i even have less one month to prepare yeah so if i start in november uh test primo anavar a little bit of gh and um and then when i arrive in um in los angeles i gotta make sure not to eat all the hot dogs at disneyland so I don't look like a watery mess by the Before, time I get to Las Vegas.
1: Hey, it might it might like stretch the sleeves out on your T-shirt though. Who knows, man? It might be you might find a new protocol for loading with the hot dogs.
0: I have a, I have a very big suspicion that if I walk into Gold's Venice, that uh, my cycle is going to be handed to me because obviously I can't bring it to the states. <laughs> so that's a liability. So, but I'm sure when I arrive there, there'll be you know some of this hey, Steve I'll show you something in the back room. Steve, we got and something for I, you. Yeah, we got something for you, and then hopefully I can continue my cycle. Anyway, I'll see. I'll try to keep it modest. The problem is, like, every time you go on holiday where you're fully loaded on gear, yeah. you just retain so much water, dude. You do. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Because I got all my restaurants set up already. You know, I'm going to eat a Cheesecake Factory here. And I'm going to eat the <laughs> <bananas> there. <laughs> I'm so excited, man. So, yeah, it's, um, I know, I try to keep it clean. Probably we'll do, like, one meal per day. Uh, until the Olympia and then afterwards where we're, we're going to go ham. Nice. And
1: Dave, yeah. you're like literally 10 days out from the Arnold, the Arnold's UK. <laughs> you guys are going to be doing blood work there. I know one of my clients is, is already signed up, I believe. Uh, do you still have spaces if, if people in the UK want to come on out and get labs done? Or, or you can do phlebotomy on the spot there too, right?
2: We do everything. We're doing IVs, blood lets, uh blood testing. Um, I have eight staff on. I'll, I will manage. Don't you worry. If you need your bloods doing, we'll squeeze you in.
1: Hell yeah, that's cool. When I was uh, at Fit Expo, Steve, there were there were like top level guys coming in and out. Like people are constantly getting their labs done. People were getting. I mean, just think about it, man. You just like you're at the expo and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna do some phlebotomy before we leave, real quick. And uh-huh. uh, you don't know, get your horse. That's really cool, started. man.
0: It should that should be just like the hippest and coolest thing from now on. Yeah, Not handing out samples for whey protein. But hey, do you want to do some quick labs? Let's see where your is at. You know, Dave Something
1: was like handing that. out gift packs with syringes in them. He was like, "Here," he and and yeah. like a, a sharps container I'll come and next stuff. Year. Yeah, Sign me up. <laughs>
2: we 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 give out um, a kit, so it's it's like twenty greens, twenty blues, syringes, swabs, and a simbin. Um, we give those out as freebies. But we're we're next to a donut stand, so I'm gonna make a little sign that says "Diabetes, <laughs> Diabetes <laughs> Checks" with an arrow yeah. pointing to it. <laughs> you
0: um, get a free donut with your blood work results.
2: <laughs> why? Why haven't you asked me about my pre-show cycle?
0: I just did. I
1: said, "What? If, what are you doing for preparation?" He's gonna run some oxys. Yeah. What are you gonna?
2: <laughs> che- cheesecake. He's gonna run
1: Ox- Cheesecake. Steak, right. Cheesecake. How do you load cheesecake?
0: For The show, oh, watch, yeah, that? Watch word? me,
2: watch yeah. me bro. <laughs> you, you start with quarter a day and you build up to a full one, and then the last three days you move to two cheesecakes a day so that you're prepared for eating that much shit when you get there at the show.
0: Yes, uh-huh. um, sounds like uh, something that Riz Piano would do you know, loading up for the yeah. expo with insulin, insulin and stuff, yeah, and buckets of bed yeah. and Jerry's, yeah, yeah,
2: set. no, um, <laughs> I will, oh, we. We we look like we're going to be busy actually, and we've only got a small stand because it, it's just so fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we we will see. We we we're hoping on a, f- a few things might come to fruition with the actual Arnold's himself that we've been discussing. But I can't say anything. So we'll see.
1: Okay. And I, I assume Strom is going to be there. Have you talked to Richard at all about that? No, I
2: don't, I don't. think Rick's doing it. Actually. No. Yeah. Really? No. He he it's it's the cost. He he, he wow. just. I think I think out of principle and I don't blame him to be honest. I mean, in order to put our big they asked Arnold's actually rang us and asked us would we take our big stand? Yeah. And it was fifteen thousand plus fat for the space for our big stand.
1: Okay. I think that's the like the eight foot table size at the at the um the Arnold in, in Columbus is like. Oh, 10, I, 10, I appreciate 15. that, yeah. but
2: I cannot do enough no. blood to even cover Half of that.
1: God no. That no, of course no.
0: not. No, yeah. right. Because mm-hmm. uh,
2: also expensive, like, so I'm so not going to put my some prices up You know, I'm not in a, in, a, in a economically in the UK at the moment things are going up. Everything's getting more expensive. And I'm I'm not putting my prices up to support attending a fucking show. I'd rather just not go, I could do that. Yeah. Um we our margins are super tight as it is and and we keep them super tight so we can keep it as affordable as we can. Yeah. Uh, and so everything has to be budget driven, and, and the budget just is not there to support that level of exposure at Arnolds, even though it would be great to do so.
0: Sure, but you this, know is, you- this is the biggest show of the UK, right, for this year? Yes, yeah, yeah. So it is. It is I mean, good for promotion and marketing.
2: Don't get me wrong. I mean, if we if we get there and you know we do four hundred tests and a hundred IVs. The next year, I, I've got the, the the confidence of going a bit bigger. But as it stands for this year, I've I've just got to be careful to make the numbers count.
1: Um, yeah, that makes so smart sense.
2: We've 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 gone for a very basic shell stand. It's three by four meters, and we've just we've got lots of staff on. We've got lots of promo flyers, posters, t shirts. We'll be doing a lot of exposure that way. But we we've, we've just had to keep the space that we actually occupy as small as we can.
1: You could auction off Christmas cabbage dates with Christmas cabbage. You do that, mm. you know.
2: I might actually remember detecting this stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. You could, uh, you could have like you know. Last time. They had like something at the Arnold, I think last year. I think it was the Arnold, maybe it was the Olympia, where you could like meet the stars, and you had to pay like a hundred dollars to get a picture with them. You could do that oh. with Christmas cabbage.
2: They do that, but it's it's a lot more than a hundred dollars.
1: All right.
0: Well there you go. There you go. You get a line for the autograph, you know, it's two hundred dollars on top.
2: I I I might be wrong on this, but I think a picture with Arnold is three, four, five hundred, something stupid like that.
1: Yeah. Dang.
2: It's insanely expensive. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Um we've got our athletes come in, Broderick's Gonna pop down to the stand for a while. Oh, cool. I think uh, Magnus for Magnuson's coming over. Kuberi's, is Meg Sylvester, Jamie the Giant, Zach Kahn. Nice. There's a few. Andy How's Bolton, Zach doing? Possibly if I can bend his arm.
0: Hmm? How's uh, Zach, Zach Kahn doing? I mean, he's, he's fucking very huge. popular and he's, he huge. Is, he's so still looking huge, huh? Yo, okay. Yeah.
2: He's just oh. signed up with uh, Chemical Warfare. So, Chemical Warfare okay. are now sponsoring him. Nice. Uh, Mm -hmm. And to be fair, I think it's what Zach needed because Zach needed somebody to push him forward, visually, you Mm -hmm. know, profile-wise. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, He's had off
0: off the map a little bit for for a while after he tore his quads.
2: He's yeah. He's big. Um, He's I would say he is pre quad tear size.
0: Dave trains him,
1: by the way.
2: Um, Oh really? Okay. Cool. The thing with Zach is as well is that. Cut his head off, and I don't mean that in a nasty sense. And he does not have the physique of a forty-six-year-old.
0: He's forty-six now. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I hope he can make a comeback because he always looked so dominating on stage. You know, yeah. he was a tall guy. He
2: he he wants to do the, uh, the the Olympia Masters. That's what his aim is.
1: That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah it would be so. Cool. Yeah.
2: That's what we're working towards. Um, cool. But there's a few things need to happen, physique-wise. Um, Surprisingly not his legs. His legs are fucking enormous. Oh, um wow. yeah. that's
0: good. That's good to hear because it was a pretty steep tear. Yeah.
2: You know, a couple well, he, years he, ago. He, both of them. He detached both course yeah. Both legs. Yeah. And then he had to have a second surgery because he got infected in one. Um it's it's been a hard comeback for him mentally. Um I mean, when, when we do push hard on legs on which is every Friday. Um we we have you know there's a sort of rituals we go through so that he feels confident in he's got the support around him he needs to before he pushes right. out yeah. Yeah. Uh, needs to bring his chest up we're working on that but he's in a good place and and health wise he's in a very good place so okay um, that's good to hear. drug use is low yeah send him a, um,
0: good. good good send him my regards I was always a fan
2: well, Zekon
0: King Zekon yeah fucking freak. So, he's still yeah, as, he still is he, he
2: was he was up at the house last Sunday He's still as mad as fucking ever. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: he's so entertaining man. He used to do all this. like in his YouTube channel with the road to recovery. It was always fun to watch, you know. So yeah, yeah I hope he can make it yeah.
2: He's a really nice guy and mm-hmm. quite quite wise in a lot of ways and it doesn't always come across on his social media and I I think that's what you'll probably see with him now working with chemical is you'll see a much more calmer maturer you know guy that's going to put probably impart some 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 very good information he's definitely Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be well worth a follow moving forward but he's he's big there's fucking no denying he's big
1: it was cool. Yeah, I got a chance to meet him at Fit Expo. He hung out at at Dave's stand for a while, and he was really cool, really friendly, really nice to talk to. He was not the guy that we knew the like the ball buster from, you know, <laughs> what, what we saw previously in podcast and in the media and stuff. Right, but yeah. that's
0: why he was always so entertaining, you know. Absolutely, he didn't hold back. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's probably yeah. still that's probably still there too. You know? I'm sure. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. It's not something you lose overnight.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we got to get out of here. Uh, Steve, I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us, man. This has been Anytime. awesome.
0: Uh, I'll be Thanks sure for inviting me on drugs and stuff. It's Hell been yeah. an honor. I'll
1: be sure to have yeah. links and everything so that people can follow you your social media they're probably already subscribed to your channel but if if you guys aren't and you want some good insights and info uh you can go to steve's channel and watch all the old videos because he retired now
0: <laughs> apparently yeah yeah, yeah yeah he'll be back yeah, i'm on he'll vacation be back. yeah yeah, social and, media uh, vacation.
1: This will be coming out like I said when this comes out the Arnold I think will be that weekend. So uh yeah. so then in that case guys if you're catching this you still have time. If you're in the UK, you got to get out to the Arnold Classic and uh you know, get a chance to meet Dave, meet the cabbage, get some bloods done while you're there, right?
2: Yep, stand B123
1: there we go of course check out our sponsors truenutrition.com as i always tell you guys uh, high quality third-party tested supplements i use their hydrolyzed beef collagen every day i've got a bunch of pre-workout stuff if if, in, in intro workout stuff that i use if you have any questions about any of that let me know i'd be happy to talk to you Check out uh, Strom Sports Nutrition for you guys in the UK. They've got great health supplements, really good uh, health uh, blends like uh, Support Max. I really want to try uh, the Support Max joint product and see see what that's all about because I've heard really good things. Uh, check out supplementsource.ca if you're in Canada. You get some really good deals over there plus uh, you support our programming and if you, you could literally buy like half the store for $99 and if you do, you'll get free shipping. Everything's <laughs> (laughs) They have really good prices over there. Uh, And, uh, you know, reach out to Dave for coaching over at crosslands.org.uk. Check out eval, of course. Get your lab work done there with Dave. Steve, anything else that you personally want to direct people to besides the channel and besides your social
0: media? Yeah, you guys know where to find me. VigorSteve.com, VigorSteve YouTube channel, VigorSteve Instagram. Hopefully, by the time this airs, I'll have at least one video up. Good. Um, Good. I feel super motivated right now. Yeah, good. Dave, what's, Dave? Up?
2: what's up? I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Why Vigorous Steve?
0: Huh. So, that's yeah, a good question. So, my real name is Stefan. That's mm-hmm. a Dutch name. And when I came to Thailand, nobody could pronounce that properly. So, they say <laughs> Satefan, and it started making my brain bleed. So Stefan I renamed my yes yeah, Satefan. Stefan. Vigorous Stefan. Yeah, right. Yeah, with the <laughs> nasal tone, you know. So so I renamed myself to Steve, which is easier to pronounce after um the bodyguard Steve from what's that show called? Again. oh, the, sure. oh Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, I know what you mean. Steve, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So that that talk show. Um that was used to be my nickname when I was very, very young, and we were playing football, soccer. <laughs> yeah. right? The real the real the real football. Um, so that would be my nickname from that. And then because I always train hard and train way too many sets to failure, somebody called me vigorous and then I put it together. <laughs> he trained very vigorously said, Okay, there's my there's my Instagram handle. Vigorous
1: Steve. That works. Yeah, that, Vigorous that Steve.
0: Works. Yeah. yeah. But as cool. I'm getting older, I'm uh, I call myself Medium Steve now because I'm not as big and I don't train as hard. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so You have to change Steve the channel. I'll have to change yeah, the vanilla channel. Vanilla. Yeah, Vanilla so, Steve. Something vanilla like that,
2: Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly energetic Steve.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always energetic. Yeah, yeah. yeah too All right.
1: Coffee. And, uh, of course, guys, you can reach out to me for coaching. Hit me up at McNallyDiets at gmail.com. Uh, guys, this has been a pleasure. And, Steve, it's always a pleasure, dude. Thanks for coming
0: back, man. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Awesome.
2: Yes, it's been great. Thank
0: you. Awesome.
2: All right.